Welcome back to that Park Live podcast. Those 80s drums get me every time. I don't know about you, but sitting here hanging out with Greg, and we have a special guest today. We've got Paul here with us. Paul, say hey to everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, since when does the guest get to say hello before Greg? Uh, just today. now. It just happened. We're in quarantine. Every Anything goes there are no this rules. time period, just so you know. No rules. Um, just Beth and Paul, the pleasure of seeing me raise the roof with one actual hand and one hand of my back scratcher, because yes. I got to incorporate we, it. We haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. No, the so turn of the back scratcher. Yes, this is a big deal. Not this has nothing to do with the back scratcher drink that served at the Tambu no. Lounge of the Polynesian, right? Not yes. that. Well, we'll be talking a lot about drinks coming up. But I have for those of you that are listening for a while, I enjoy my back scratcher. It broke. I think did it break mid episode one time? I think so. We Probably. Were like, oh, gosh, what are we, gonna do? we don't edit a lot, but I had to edit out twenty minutes of me crying, and uh, I just by the the grace of a, of a friend. Jen Drennan, a weekly shout out to Jen Drennan. Uh, she sent me a, a little welcome home gift for me and Nicole. You age me because I totally, I had like literally just been meaning to go on Amazon and send you one. And I just kept forgetting and forgetting. And finally, Jen, I guess she just did it. It's really good. I know everyone's here yeah. for back, especially Paul. Paul came yeah. to this episode today just to hear about my back scratcher. But it is you one of those. Paul, good luck. <laughs> it's one of those extended ones. And it's got like a, uh, I don't even know, like a lapel clip or something. So I could put it if I had a pocket up here or whatever. I could clip what's left of my hair in the top. Yeah, my question is legit. Where are you supposed to put that? Like to clip it on something? It it's will not fit in a pin pouch, like a pin holder I don't know. thing. I don't know. Who cares? I use it as a back scratcher. Anyway, <laughs> we're here with Paul because Paul is an alcoholic. No, Paul knows his way. <laughs> Paul knows his hi, way. Everybody say <laughs> hi, Paul. <laughs> he knows his way around some drinks around Disney, and that's one thing that Beth and I really don't talk about a whole lot because I don't really do it a whole lot for two reasons. Mostly because, I, well, Paul described himself as as frugal, and yep. uh, I prefer wallet motivated. But it's all the same mm-hmm. crap, right? Just yeah. two two cheapskates, and they're both probably the same way. I have more reasons because I'm a total lightweight. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> I have been described as a turbo lightweight, which is somehow more mm-hmm. than a lightweight. I'm like you type like of guy. Glass and you're already like saying funny things. If you say, like, "Hey, Greg, happened? do you want a beer?" My like my lips go numb. Like that's the level <laughs> I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get started with some drink stuff, because we're going to mm-hmm. be talking about Disney drinks that Paul thinks is worth it around Disney I feel property. I like we should have rhymed that better. Something about Disney drinks and Paul thinks. I don't know. We'll oh. figure it out. <laughs> Maybe I'll change the title before. Uh, so, <laughs> we'll think about it during the episode. It's a working title. Maybe we'll title. edit this out. Yep. <laughs> the working title. So I think Paul is one of those people that I randomly wind up wound up talking to on Instagram first, which tends to be how my life is these days. Yep. I don't know if it's Same. like that. Yeah. Because um, you now live in Florida, which we know you're originally from Ohio. So yes, later sir. on, I get to do the OH. And then he out of, I think no, by no. law, he has I to say it. IO. I forbid <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm pretty no. sure it's written in the law there. I think I think the, the very first time we wound up seeing each other was almost accidental, but was at an after hours event at Hollywood Studios where I need you to tell um, a little more about what happens if you either eat too much before you go on Rock and Roller Coaster. It was one of your, <laughs> one of the people you're with, I think, had had a moment. Yes. Uh, so yeah, it was the after hours event at studios was actually my barbershop's Christmas party. Mm. We're always too busy during Christmas. So we do something after the holidays. So we're, you know, an hour away from Orlando. So it was the perfect thing for us to do. And it's unlimited. Just, just to go back, you are a barber. This isn't like I yes. had a party at my barber shop. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I am a barber. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, the 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 guys that I work with and work for were generous enough to take us to there for our our Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And what's awesome is it's unlimited sodas, unlimited popcorn, and unlimited like ice cream stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like. I'm frugal, but I, I like to say that I just like good values the best. Mm-hmm. And to yeah. me, to get a good value out of that, you got to eat as much of that stuff as you yeah. can. And everybody I was with uh, was the same. So, yeah. So throughout that night, we probably ate a half a dozen Mickey bars each, a few boxes of popcorn, a bunch of soda, oh a God. few a few <laughs> alcoholic drinks were, were consumed. And uh, I was pretty tame on the rides because I know my limits with my stomach. But my, my one boss, if somebody else is going on the ride, mm. he's not going to not go. So yeah, they did Tower of Terror a handful of times, Rock and Roller Coaster a couple of times. We had like 10 minutes left. So he's like, all right, 
we're all going to go on uh, on Tower of Terror. And I said, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, I'm not going to not go. And about the second drop, he he apparently grabbed the knee of my other coworker and said, oh, no, this is not good. He made it. He made it through all of the drops, made it about one step outside of the Tower of Terror gift shop, puked once on the ground, a couple more steps, puked on the bushes. And then uh, then he was good. And that's he just puke and rally. But that's just straight popcorn and ice cream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And jokes on all of us, because none of us puked and we were miserable the whole hour drive home and yeah. he felt fine. So yeah, moral that's a of the story of, is just let it go. A lot of butter and just ice cream, like dairy and stuff. And in a small amount of time because it's a three mm-hmm. hour event. So you had to jam oh, it yeah. in there. Did you go in like the early time? Like you go, went in earlier and then, or you yeah, went in a, the three hour mark. A few of us are pass holders. So we went up early and a couple of us went in and the other guys just sort of hung out outside the gate. That's sad. And, <laughs> but then they met up with us. But yeah, I mean, even then, I think for after hours, it's only like an hour beforehand. It's not like the Halloween party mm-hmm. where you yeah, can come like in like three hours off. early. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I uh, I didn't. I don't remember eating too much ice cream that night. I definitely had two. Two is a lot for me in a three hour time frame of the Mickey premium bars. I normally have one and it's not that frequently. Good. It's hard to not get a bunch of free stuff when you know how much money like goes into Disney oh, yeah. in general. You're like, yeah. with how much money I spend, I am gonna like take them for all I can. And they're like, it's just popcorn and Mickey bars. Like, <laughs> and you're like, I don't care. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you do get to do a ton of rides. I mean, I we did. I didn't yeah. do any of Tower of Terror and Rock Roller Coaster that night. We did a bunch of Slinky Dog and some yeah. other some other things. But we really got quite a few rides in, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. When was that? What, this was um, uh, January of last year. Yeah. Now I want to hear a little bit about the name. So you are at Two Happy Haunts, and I was going to ask you about that. We always yes. like to ask, like, where does the name come from? Did you guys grow up being uh, Disney fans? Like, where, where does your Disney fandom begin, if you will? So my Disney fandom is only a few years old. I was I'm 30 now. I was 25 the first time I went to the parks. So uh, old. I know, right? And then <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, it was when I went for the first time with my now wife. It was shortly after we started dating. Uh, she had been going since she was younger, and she had done the college program right before we met, actually. And uh, when she found out that I had never been, she's like, oh, we ha- well, you have to go. I think mostly because she knew that if, if she was with somebody that didn't end up liking Disney, she couldn't <laughs> be with them long term. So we had to get that, that out of the way early. That's like the um, dating gauge. <laughs> yep. So yeah. So we we split a room at Pop Century with another couple to do it as cheap as we could during mm-hmm. free dining, and I absolutely loved it. And so we started coming down once a year at least. Uh, we ended up getting passes the year before we moved down to Florida, uh, and we went three times that year. Um, and yeah. So I mean, I, I'm I'm hooked, but yeah, I'm I'm relatively new to it all. I don't have a yeah. I don't I don't have nostalgia for old days because I wasn't here during the old days. But uh, my wife Amanda and I started this account. It was probably a couple years before we moved down here uh, for a few reasons. The biggest one was we felt like anytime we came down here, we spammed our Instagram mm-hmm. accounts with Disney stuff, and yeah. we already caught grief from people back home about oh you guys are going to disney again so we figured all right let's let's make something separate so we can just dump it all there and anybody who wants to tag along can and then that progressed into it was just a good way to you know make friends and meet people that had similar interests uh that was how i uh cross paths with greg (laughs) digitally there you're welcome Uh, with some other friends too that we we now have down here and it's it's been a a a real cool kind of avenue to be able to put that in we're not super active on it anymore uh but we'll we'll post when we can and when we go we usually post a lot of stories but yeah we, we enjoy it still just as a way to keep up and communicate with people i feel like having a disney instagram account these days is kind of like it's like the dating app for like friend disney friends yes <laughs> it really yes. is yeah, it's like, hey, we're a couple. Let's find some other people that are like live around here, and then we can all hang out together. They also right. have Disney accounts, so we know we're not the only crazy ones. Yeah, right out of the gate, you know you have one mutual uh, point of interest, yeah. so you're right. good to go. I wish um, it, it were more yeah. like a dating app because there are there. I would swipe left a lot more than you can do <laughs> yeah. now currently. Yeah, um, but it is what it is. Um, I was gonna say. So, is it safe to say that your favorite ride is the Haunted Mansion, or? Yes. Yeah. That that was definitely the one that you know, hooked me the most. I love the yeah. storytelling. I, I was an English major back in college and I just thought that was kind of the perfect, you know, encapsulation of, of, of what makes mm-hmm. Disney really special. Yeah. 
such an interesting man. You're an English major. You're a barber. What else mm-hmm. you got? I was well-rounded. I'm well-rounded. <laughs> I am also was an English major, and I'm not a barber, but I am. I think I'm at the point where I'm going to have to cut my own hair soon because yep. it's been what like hair? two months. Yeah, I did see, mine yesterday. <laughs> he, he, oh, wow. That's like, a, I can't do that. Yeah. Not that anyone How can see you what you just revealed, but you just revealed that you were hiding Spaceship Earth underneath your hat. Yes, sir. <laughs> did you straight razor or no? Uh, no, I just did this with a, one of my clippers on its, its shortest settings. I feel like I'm not yeah. about to straight razor my own head. But you use a straight razor for work, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like if you have the technique to do that, like you got to do it. I could do like from the ears forward, but it's it's the behind that would get <laughs> yeah. tricky. So, so like, I, I know you're a barber, but I'm a cranium expert. But I'm convinced that I have like peaks and plateaus up there of my skull that yeah. when I shave my head, it's going to be like something that people are going to line up to want to look at. So I think I'm just going to I'm going to hold on to whatever's left for as long as humanly possible, <laughs> which, it's, by the way, I, I think is only the end of April. I think that's <laughs> as long as I have. You only have a few days left, but it's only okay because we're going to be quarantined and then you're just going to come out of quarantine. People are going, what happened to Greg? Yeah. He got so stressed out, man. He lost all his hair. Just yep. done with it. That's a good reason to drink, actually, when you realize yeah. you're, you're losing your hair. Let's talk, let's talk about some drink stuff then because I really don't do it as much as I maybe should. But what I really want to find out from you, Paul, is some drinks that are ultimately worth it because there are plenty of drink options around the property whether it's parks or resorts or disney springs but disney's expensive to begin with and then with alcohol it's like even more i mean if you look at the prices for some of the drinks at the fancier bars the newer ones like the enchanted rose up in the uh, grand floridian or any of the deluxe resort Mm -hmm. bars you're talking about ogus cantina (laughs) or ogus cantina um you're like 12 13 14 15 almost 20 dollars sometimes or more if you got like a super super fancy something but for like the, the regular everyday drinks it's pretty expensive. So um, mm-hmm. what I'd like to hear from you is uh, some things that you would recommend and you think that are worth it. Cause I know you mentioned earlier that you're all about the value of something. And yeah. I want to hear, I want to hear what you consider to be valuable drinks around property. Like, like you said, I I'm a frugal person to yes. begin with. Um, so in the past, when I first started coming down, we almost never drank when we were down here just because yeah. we were on the dining plan mm-hmm. and the idea of paying out of pocket for anything just like tore me up inside. Yeah. Uh, but, I've loosened up over that over the years. Um, we we operate when we go to the parks most of the time, kind of like we would with the the festivals at Epcot, where we come with gift cards in hand, so mm-hmm. that that helps us kind of keep on a a tighter budget. Um, but we we kind of just have our own little rules. We're a very like rule driven couple, <laughs> my wife and I. Like we 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 set up rules for everything and just makes our life nice and easy and happy. Yeah. But we we tend to avoid like the sugary premix stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that's got like sweet and sour and all that sort of stuff. And we, we tend to steer away from those. So yeah, as far as like stuff at Disney goes, mm-hmm. it seems like, at least to us, a lot of the best drinks and the best kind of, I hate saying bang for your buck because it's not necessarily like you're getting more or less, but just stuff that's good quality drinks. Uh, most of that stuff tends to be found at the resorts, mm-hmm. uh, okay. especially the deluxe resorts. But um, I'm sure, you know, it, it the... Value resorts, you mostly got cans in the fridge and then pool bars, yeah. which tend to be mostly just the pre-mix stuff because they're sitting out there all day. Right. Um, but there are there are some stuff in the in the parks as well that are, are worth it. I find that with the stuff in the parks, you're not gonna really get to like sit down and enjoy them mm-hmm. per se. Right. Right. They're meant to be something you get at a cart or a window and you're drinking while you're walking around. So with the exception of Epcot. It's, yeah it's not something you really want to do it's a thousand degrees outside so you know, like those are the things that are not they just don't look appetizing to me when i walk around the park and it's so hot because i yeah. know that the more sugar you put in your body the hotter you're gonna be yeah so it's like you're just gonna like to me i'm like that's just a sweat box like yeah. i'm drinking a, i'm gonna sweat it out as soon as i start drinking it then I'm going to feel like probably tipsy because I'm a lightweight and I yeah, the, do not the, like to feel that way when I'm having to walk around the parks. Yeah. The Florida weather doesn't do you any favors when it comes no. to, to being a lightweight, just with the, the humidity no. and you're sweating yeah. and it's hot. You're so. already trying to like get enough water in and then to add that on top of it. It's like, Ugh. exactly, exactly. So yeah, that, that'll catch up with you quick. So like I said, we, we tend to stick to the, uh, to the resort ones, but there are a few, at the parks that we do like um epcot obviously is the mm-hmm. easiest one for the most part i i found 
the beers around World Showcase are, are good. Just because that's the draw, you know, beers around the world and all that. Uh, yeah. As far as legitimate, like, handcrafted, made their drinks, Mexico's obviously the best way to go. Uh, you've got La Cava in the actual pavilion, and then you have Chosa de Margaritas outside now. And what's cool about them, the two of those, and then I always forget the name of the restaurant that's actually on the water in Mexico. Mm. That one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. then uh, Frontera Cotina in Disney Springs. Okay. They all work under the same drink program. Oh, okay. So you're going to be able to find similar drinks out. Like, like if you go, if you're at Disney Springs and you didn't get a chance to get the avocado margarita at La Cava, you can actually get that in Disney Springs. Okay. Uh, it's a little bit more expensive from what I saw, probably just because you're, you're not having the built-in cost of uh, admission ticket, but it is the same drinks. I've I've gotten margaritas at uh, that restaurant a couple of times in there. Every bit is good. Um at La Cava, my favorite one, though, is called the Maelstrom Margarita. Oh. And it's fun, obviously, because it, it's a callback to the old ride. But yep. I, I I, like spicy drinks. I don't know okay. if you guys get into that much. I don't really do, like, yeah. uh, Bloody Marys or anything like that. Okay. But that was this, the next question. I was going to be like, so you like Bloody Marys? I do not like Bloody Marys. Tomato uh. juice just doesn't do it for me. But yeah. uh, the Maelstrom's great because it is made with a mango puree. And then it has habanero in it. Oh, gosh. So it's got some heat. Incidentally, yeah. this is a coincidence. I happen to have the Maelstrom pulled up with the ingredients in it. So the official mm-hmm. Maelstrom mixture here is uh, tequila. By the way, I am a gringo. So all of these words are going to be mispronounced. Uh, te- tequila, tequila blanco, mango puree, habanero peppers, blueberries and basil, and a uh, chili powder on the rim. Oh, yes. that does sound very fresh, it's Interesting. Though. Yeah, it's no, uh, to eat that like lime chili powder yeah. that you can put on like a on a Dole Whip. That's real, real good. I was telling Greg that I've only had like a few drinks on property, but the I've always said if you really want some good out al- like good alcohol, go to get a margarita yeah. because yeah. they do not skimp on the alcohol. I don't know if that's everywhere. I mean, maybe you'd be able to speak to that, but I feel like Disney does not skimp when it comes to. Yeah, so I know technically speaking, they do have uh, limits on what they're allowed, like the the actual like volume of alcohol they're allowed to put into anything. Okay. Um, but in a place like that, they do hand pour all that sort of stuff, yeah. so that could end up being more generous than others. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as far as getting good bang for your buck in the alcohol department and just a good handcrafted drink with fresh ingredients, that one's. Uh, it, it's it's always a, a good place to go. And they've got a great Instagram account themselves, actually, hmm. where they oh. will post different stuff. And during the quarantine right now, it's been really cool. They've been occasionally going live and making drinks. Nice. So they did the Maelstrom like a week or so ago. So my wife and I made those to hang out by the pool. Yeah, oh, it was cool. real good. Ooh, I yeah. am more partial to the frozen margarita, though, I will say. So. Yes. Yeah, and they've got the... So inside... I don't know if they have frozen. If they do, it's not the main draw. Um, but yeah. outside at Chosa de Margaritas, they have the three flavor frozen ones. And then they have, they'll, they'll layer it up and it's called the Fiesta Margarita. And that's only like 11 or 12 bucks. Yeah, oh, I was like, they're not, not that expensive. I yeah. Mean, that's why we've been like, I, I mean, I basically legit, we went, we had dinner reservations at Mexico and I guess I just hadn't eaten enough, but I had one margarita and I was like, y'all. Yeah. I'm like straight up drunk. Like I, we need to go sit down and I need to get some something in my stomach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Fiesta, that's my that's my wife's favorite one. Every time we get in line at that place, because they have a few different ones. I think they did change the menu recently. Um, but the frozen stuff's been there the whole time. And we, we get in line thinking we're going to try something new. I know. And we always walk away know. with that Fiesta margarita. It's, it's yeah. super good. And yeah. that's another thing that we try to do. Unless we're going someplace and like sitting down and we know they're going to, we're going to be there for a few hours, like hanging out with friends or Mm -hmm. something, we'll get stuff and split it. That way it doesn't catch up with us super fast. (laughs) (laughs) And you you can swallow that $13, $14 uh, cocktail price a whole lot easier when you're splitting it between the two of you versus each of you getting one. Right. So it sounds like you have Epcot covered. Are there other go to drinks you have in the other three parks? Honestly, for studios and uh, Animal Kingdom, it's beer for both places for okay. me. Studios has the Baseline Tap House over by Muppets, which is honestly one of my favorite places mm-hmm. in the parks. Uh, it's usually pretty chill. They've got good craft beers from a bunch of different uh, California breweries. 
to okay. fit with the theme over there. And then they've also got like a charcuterie board and a big pretzel and all that. So it, it's a good place for us to go and get a snack that isn't just going to be like sugary mm-hmm. emptiness. Sounds- like it's, it's good stuff. Have um, you listened to the music there? Because that's baby making music. They've yeah, got a real is. soundtrack in there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like 90s R&B versions of Disney songs. Yes. It's fantastic. It is it's great. Fantastic. I'm we, gonna need to hear this for sure. It's I've only really been good, in yeah. there just to listen to the music. Like I, we, because one, yeah. you know, when yeah. it first opened, Nicole and I walked by just to like see what mm-hmm. it was about. We've gone in there to get like a cup of water or whatever, and we're looking at each other like, "What? What music is this right yeah. now? It's awesome. <laughs> it's it's like, it's like, like how really I feel in Disney Springs. Right <laughs> yes, yeah. It, yeah. it reminds me of this the music that they have in Springs over by like the the older stuff. Yep. Mm. Um. Yeah. But yeah, so we do that. I I have not been to Oga's Cantina yet. Okay. Oh one, God. one yeah. because I, I haven't been able to get a reservation. Yeah. <laughs> and two, well, it's just super expensive. It's so expensive. You don't, you don't get anything. They're but very. Then, like, they look laugh. like very small drinks. When they brought out our drink, Doug, literally, we both literally laughed. We were like, "You have to be kidding, right?" This drink yeah. was thirty-two dollars, <laughs> and it was. I'm, I'm not joking with you. It's a double shot glass yeah. drink that we ordered because we didn't get the. Um, I got something that was in a mug. Like I didn't purchase the mug, but mm-hmm. I don't, you've probably heard this, but what they do is they bring it out in the mug. Yeah. So you drink out of the mug, but unless you paid for it, like you don't take one home with you. They, if right. you do pay for it, they bring you a fresh one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his came out and I'm pretty sure it was like a 30, $32 drink or something. Holy I mean, moly. It was just like, yeah, ridiculous. He's like, you have got to be kidding me. He's they, like, we'll never come back here. <laughs> they look like fun. There, there's some fun like twists on like traditional oh, yeah, style definitely. cocktails. The 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 one that has the Szechuan pepper like fuzz on top that makes your tongue. Like, yeah, that, that sounds fun. It's definitely something I want to do one time. Um, I think you I'm, should. I definitely think it's one of those. Yeah. like it's a, you do it once and then you're like, okay, I've done it. I, I'm by no means a diehard Star Wars fan though. Yeah, like I enjoy it. So it's it's. Like I said, being somebody who loves the theme parks and enjoys a good cocktail, I'd love to go and try that. But yeah, when I see that the the base price for a lot of these drinks are like fifteen to eighteen bucks, yeah, just knowing what I can get like at the Polynesian and other places mm. for less, it's it's hard for me to to pull the trigger on that. It's the yeah. fuzzy tauntaun that you're thinking of. Yes, that's, yes. Yeah. That's so it's sixteen dollars, and if you're wondering what's in it, this is at Oga's Cantina. It's a uh, Ciroc peach vodka, Bowls peach schnapps. Simply orange with tangerine, cane sugar, and then a buzz button tingling foam. Yeah, that sounds which really is... dirty. Yeah. What um, <laughs> I wonder. I wish they would tell you how many ounces they are. Do they t- do they say that? It doesn't. It says not enough. It. Actually, right that's, underneath it. Yeah, that's what right. they get yeah. you. Is like they don't say how many ounces they are. Um, I was gonna ask you what kind of beer you like. Like, what's your go-to type of beer? Um, I'm a little bit all over the place. Uh, okay. Being from Ohio. Uh, the craft beer scene, in, in, specifically the Cleveland area, is Definitely really good. <laughs> yeah, it's not lacking. It it is uh, it is deep. So there's a lot of good stuff. A lot of a lot of porters and stouts and all that. But then okay. also just like a lot of like, for the lack of a better way to describe it, just like weird stuff, okay. like fruit like sours beer. and all that. Just odd yeah. ingredients, fun stuff like that. Um, and I've kind of gotten to the point now where if I'm at a restaurant, I'm I'm not gonna get just an IPA or a lager or yeah. anything like that. Like not to sound You're like, snobby and hipster. Beer that you have? <laughs> right. I just, I want to try something that I don't think I would buy a six pack of, but I'm mm-hmm. happy to, I'm happy to try a pint of it. Um, and down here in Florida, there's not as much of that. And I think it's just cause it's hot all the time. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to stout when it's yeah. 90 degrees. Yeah. Um, but there's a beer at animal kingdom that I love to get called Kungaloosh, mm-hmm. which is paying homage to the drink from the old adventurers club in uh, old downtown Disney uh, pleasure Island. But it's uh, this is an actual beer and what it is, is it's a, I believe it's a red ale and it's a spiced red ale. So it's kind okay. of like almost reminds me of like a pumpkin beer or almost like a Christmas ale that I would get back home. And it's, it's rough in the summer down here. <laughs> like, you literally just put a pepper in any drink and you would drink it. You'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and, the, and this, this beer is really good, but yeah, on a real hot day at animal That's kingdom, which always sure. seems to be hotter, it, it's mm-hmm. rough. But what I, what I love about it and where you can get me to buy something is if you tell me it's, it's made exclusively for Disney mm-hmm. and yeah. it is brewed exclusively for Disney. You can only get it at. This looks like nomad lounge. I know that's once that? the Nomad Lounge is one spot you can get yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Nomad Lounge and Tiffins. Um, okay. I usually get it. Let me see the Thirsty River Bar over okay. by uh, Everest. They have it there because um, I'll get that and walk around. 
and then you can actually also get it at the Skipper Canteen uh, okay. in Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. But I have not eaten there yet, although it it would be right up my alley with my love of, of Adventureland. I was going to say, so there's a couple things going Puns. on that no one can see. <laughs> one, Paul's wearing a very tropical shirt. So let's go out on a limb and say he's probably yep. a big fan of Trader Sam's. Yes. Which I had known anyway, but would have guessed just based on attire alone. I think yeah, you would. And of course, he's got uh, his Trader Sam's glass that he's drinking his Mai Tai mm-hmm. out of. Um, he is very dainty when he drinks. He did lift his pinky. I just want everyone to know. Yeah. Uh, like touches and, you know. I would recommend the Skipper yes. Canteen at Magic Kingdom. It is full of stuff to look at. Specifically, mm-hmm. there's like a little hallway in there that has that's full of books, like shelves of books, and not, you can that's, the spines are facing out, so you can read the titles and authors. And a lot of them have punny combinations of authors okay, and wait, titles. Is one of them, the Jungle Book. I don't remember, but the food was good, and even that the names of the dishes were good because Nicole and I both had. She had the gluten free version of it because of her food allergy, but we both had the taste like chicken because it is, and mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. So you mentioned so we talked about Trader Sam's, and obviously mm-hmm. Trader Sam's is like built around the booze. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what are some of your favorites over there? Uh, the hippopotami tai is obviously is one of my favorites. That's actually what I I made a version of today. Okay. Uh, and I've got that in the first edition <laughs> mug. Nice. Pick that up. Uh, but yeah, honestly, it's it's a rum forward bar, which is my my liquor of choice. Uh, okay. Rum is, I think, it gets a bad rap just because everybody thinks of like Malibu coconut rum Ooh, or wow. like Sailor Jerry's like spiced rum, and those are those are fine. But it's a very like broad liquor, uh, depending on different you know regions that it's made, different types, the way it's aged. Uh, you can do a lot of different stuff with rum, and it's not all going to taste the same. So the, the Mai Tai is good because it's it's just kind of your straightforward prototypical tiki drink. Uh, the Shrunken Zombie Head is awesome. Uh, that is, I believe, almost three full ounces of liquor in that one. So that one's that one's serious business. Uh, typically, typically most tiki bars are only going to allow you to drink uh, two of those in a sitting. <laughs> That's like an unofficial official rule. So in the uh, in the zombie head for everyone wondering, it's uh, one fifty one Black Seal Rum, Appleton Estate Reserve Rum, Bacardi mm-hmm. eight year old rum, tropical juices, something called Fellernum. I don't know. That sounds like a character it's, in Harry Potter. It's a liqueur, yeah. Okay, uh, cinnamon, and it's available in a souvenir mug for twenty eight dollars or without. It's fifteen. That's a strong yeah. drink. I don't drink a lot, but I know enough to know that's a strong drink. Yeah. And I, I, one thing I love about Trader Sam's is the the souvenir mugs, yeah, because uh, they're they're glass um, or like they're they're heavy duty mugs. They're not like a plastic oh, uh, yeah. a, a simple mug, and they they will refresh them every now and then, do different colors so that you can collect those. But honestly, when you when you break it down, I was there a few weeks ago with a friend who was in town, and I got the Krakatoa Punch, mm-hmm. which is also a very good one. Comes with a glow cube, which I always enjoy. Gotta love those glow cubes. That's where they get you, man. Disney's like, but look at this shiny. Thing. Oh yeah, they'll they'll bump a drink up a dollar or two for a, uh, yeah, a glowing exactly. plastic cube. But this that it's actually one of my favorite drinks, and that was one of the few drinks that I didn't already have the mug of. Okay. And I wasn't gonna get it. My buddy was gonna get it because it was his first time there. And I looked at the price difference. It was only like $10 more to get the mug. Like yeah. you're not going to get a mug more. for $10 anywhere at right. Disney. And this is a, a unique looking mug. And I, I do actually drink out of mine at home. So, yeah. but yeah, Trader Sam's is, is cool too. Cause they've got the, uh, they've got a few different bowl drinks, some communal bowls so that you can share, uh, share those drinks with your friends. Uh, I'm sure those... that will like, you know, more after this. Yeah. I don't know while. if that's going to make the cut. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even think about that. A new drink called the COVID nineteen. That makes me (laughs) genuinely sad. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) but yeah, the 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 Nautilus and the uh, Oa Bowl. I know a few years ago, I was told by one of the uh, the skippers there, which is what they call their bartenders, is that those were the two strongest drinks on property as far as the the Mm -hmm. alcohol content goes. Uh, But even those, because again, you're splitting them up, you know, across a few people. They break down to a decent price, and they're they're really good. The the Oa is my favorite. I, I love the Nautilus Bowl. It's the Nautilus submarine. It's cool. The actual yeah. drink in the Oa, I think, is the for my taste at least is is the better drink. And it's it comes out on fire, and you throw cinnamon at it, and it sparks. Is it because and it's, it has peppers in it? I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's got that cinnamon. It's got that cinnamon. The so, but, I love the name the Oa. It is yes. plant. Plantation Original Dark Rum, Bacardi mm-hmm. Superior Rum, Orange, Passion Fruit, Guava, Pineapple, Grapefruit Juices. You got some Pog in there, some Pog juice. 
That's, yes. That's, so far, that's my takeaway. Uh, that yes. flir- the falernum is back. Cinnamon, fresh lime juice, and it says right here on the in the menu recommended for two or more guests. It's also available in a souvenir mug for forty three dollars, so twenty dollars yes. more to, to get something to walk away with. It's just crazy that they put so many of the, so many different types of alcohol in them, and it still tastes good. Like yeah. to me, I'd be like, yeah, let's just try all this, and it would be terrible. Yeah. I guess you know, mixologists, that's a thing. They figured yep. it out. And then the racket of the mugs, because I remember when they, you know, when they come out with the specialty mugs that are like limited edition, I feel oh, like yeah. we've been part of that before because we got the Haunted Mansion ones when they first came out and it was such a racket. I mean, like mm-hmm. people were at each other's throats over and we were like, this is insane. They're just mugs, people. The the resale market is real for oh, that stuff. Yeah. I, I'm in a couple Facebook groups for mug trading and all of that. And people are intense. Mm-hmm. But guys, not to be outdone, Target is selling Golden Girls Tiki Mugs. And yes, I don't know how. I don't know how I don't have them yet. I sent that to you. Yes. It's like yeah. four of them for $100. I can't I can't justify $100 on a on a thing that I'll you probably never use. But... They would just go, if they would sell them at Trader Sam's, you know how much money they'd make off this mug? Oh, my gosh. Like Trader Sam's Golden Official. Girls mug. <laughs> I know that I won't use it because I still have my Golden Girls Chia Pet I haven't set up yet. <laughs> there you go. So, Paul, let me ask you. I don't drink a lot. But mm-hmm. um, I, here's an admission. I have never been to Trader Sam's. And the worst part, because you know that everyone knows I live here, right? I have no excuse. Right. I've even been to the Disneyland and we walked by their Trader Sam's and still didn't go in. So I don't know what my problem is. But would you still recommend <laughs> it for someone who probably isn't going to get a drink there? I know it's tough to get into, but let's just say you go at a time when you're allowed yeah. in because it's a very small capacity. What's in it for me if I don't have a drink? So they've got three non-alcoholic drinks okay. last I looked on the menu. Uh, and this this past year for my birthday, I stayed at the Polynesian, mm-hmm. and my buddies came up uh, on my actual birthday, and a few of the guys that I work with at the barbershop are straight edge, so they do not drink at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they came, and they had a blast, uh, especially if you're on the inside. The the yeah. Trader Sam's has the inside and the outside portion. Uh, the outside's great. It's real chill. There's sometimes people playing music. Uh, nice and relaxing, but the inside has so many just details and interactive aspects and the skippers are a ton of fun and they're joking around. Um, so yeah, if you go in and you can order, uh, one of the, the handful of non-alcoholic drinks and have just a good time. The first time I, my mom came to Disney a few years ago on her birthday, we had dinner at Ohana and we had some time to kill. Mm -hmm. So I took her in there to show her and my mom does not drink. And she got a drink, and we sat at the little middle uh, surfboard uh, table that has the seats that they the skippers can slowly lower you down, and they lowered <laughs> her down, and she had a blast. She was <laughs> laugh, like laugh like a barber off. chair, actually. Am I stronger is my seat getting lower? <laughs> yeah, so it's well, it's definitely a great place. Okay, yeah, it's like, when, and the fun part is when people order certain drinks, like things happen in there right. that you're like, what's happening? And they're like, oh, somebody ordered this. Yeah. So now it's like there's a storm or an avalanche or like whatever it is that they have. Yeah. And if you go later in the evening, it tends to be a little bit more Tame. active. Okay. Oh, okay. They they, op- they open at three or four, and I go- I've gone during that time just because I've been over there then, and it's nice and relaxing and it's fun. Uh, but after eight, it goes from being all ages to twenty one and over, and it just seems like the the, the showmanship of the uh, of the <laughs> yeah. skippers steps up it's a little bit louder it's still disney so it's obviously tame but it's it gets a lot more fun you know if you're there on the weekends or, or in the evening even if you're not partaking in the alcohol yeah do they have food do they serve food in there they have like Small like bar food yeah they've got yeah. dumplings they and banh mi sliders and sushi okay. uh i i would imagine it probably comes from like kona yeah uh, and I, I've had stuff a few times, but uh, another place where one of my rules falls in, into place is I don't tend to get food at the bars, especially at Disney, because yeah. it's usually appetizer size stuff at entree prices. Yep. So I'll, I'll very frequently do Sam's and then stop at Captain Cook's on my way out and get fried rice or the yep. nachos. The nachos are bomb at Captain yes. Cook's. We'll go very over there good. for that. Super yeah. good. It's a great value, I think. For, yeah, like, yeah, you get twice as much food for usually yeah. a few bucks less. So. A lot of food, and it's not that expensive, and it's good. Oh. Yeah, well, that's something to try out. So obviously, mm-hmm. I think we've established you're a big fan, Trader Sands. Yes. Uh, what about some other resorts? Are there other go-to places for you there? I like Abercadabar okay. over at the Boardwalk mm-hmm. quite a bit. I always lean towards the themed stuff. Oh, yeah. That's what that's what pulled me into Disney to begin yeah. with. There's, there's good drinks all over. All of the deluxe resorts have 
you know, you're going to look for a full bar someplace that has just bottles on bottles and bottles back there that they can make the the specialty drinks that Disney has made for them, but that you can also get other stuff made. They're usually going to have a bartender that knows how to make those drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, but Abracadabra is a magic themed bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like bookshelves that just have all sorts of different like paraphernalia and posters that change. Uh, it, the, the bartenders aren't on the interactive level of a, of a Trader Sam's, but <laughs> yeah. the, the visual look is... And they've got a lot of them are your standard cocktails, uh, just with fun magic names. Uh, but uh, they they have another one that I that I like quite a bit called the Pepper's Ghost, mm-hmm. which is of course, of course, yep, yeah, is a is a play on the special effect That's used in stuff like the the Haunted Mansion. Um, mm-hmm. But that one is my favorite one, uh, it, and I'm not usually a vodka guy. Uh, but this yeah. one is more of like a martini style one. So no ice, just a, a little glass. It's a sipper, but it's, it's again, a spicy drink and it's very good. Yeah. The, the webs are the app just describes it as Ciroc pineapple vodka and habanero lime. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. See, I'd be like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, it, it's a sipper that, that one will last you a while. And that's, yeah. that's kind of a big thing for my wife and I will, we'll go to the bars on our own occasionally if we're over there for the day or if we're, if we're fortunate enough to be staying on property, but typically uh, we we try to reserve times that we're gonna go spend money on drinks too if we're gonna meet up with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So places like Sam's and well, probably Sam's more on the outside than the inside, but um, that and Abracadabra are, are good places to just sit down and kill a couple hours with some friends. You know, yeah. we we're probably only gonna have one or two drinks each just because you know we. I'm not trying to go crazy at Disney, yeah. but you don't want to have a second mortgage to have some drinks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing you. In, you get a couple of drinks for two people with tip. I mean, you're you're seventy dollars out the door sometimes. Yeah. So, like I said earlier, I'm not trying to do that at a bar that's just a walk up window in the parks that I'm going to be walking around, and then I got to suck the drink down real fast because I got a fast pass that I got to I got to right. catch. If I'm going to spend the money, I want to go to a place where I can sit down and enjoy, enjoy the atmosphere and and the company for sure. But yeah, the, the boardwalk, they've got a few different spots for drinks. Um, they've even got like a little margarita place outside. Um, if you're there in the evening, it's a great place to just be hanging out when the sun goes down and it's not absolutely brutally hot. Um, but Abracadabra is 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 kind of been one of our, our low-key favorites. All right. What kind of drinks does Amanda like? Is she Are y'all kind of on the same? I mean, I guess if y'all share a bunch of drinks, then yeah, y'all like the same things. But yeah. she, like, she like the spicy? Uh, not quite as much as I do, but she's grown too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she, I mean, she, she's a big fan of margaritas and tequila and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, she's learned to, to get more into the rum stuff as I've gotten into like tiki and all that. I've yeah. slowly acquired a, a nice little home bar here. So I, I try to make a drink every now and then. I think it's safe to say you've proven you're pretty knowledgeable with, with some Disney drinks, but I would yes. like to put that to the test. Yes. And I guess since you're here, you don't really have much of a choice, I guess. Or you could just hang up. But um, (laughs) we're going to we're going to put you to the the test here. So typically we have a game that we play that's called Disney Dish or Made Up Ish. And it is food oriented. But I have gone and modified it a little bit to make it a hashtag cocktail motivated edition because there are some things that motivate us. Mostly for me, it's food. So food motivated. But we have a lot of cocktail motivated uh, listeners. So I wanted to make sure that we, we talked about that stuff. So. Uh, are you ready to play Disney Dish or Made Up Ish against Beth in a cocktail motivated edition? Yeah, that's good. That's the answer I was looking for. <laughs> I have never. So here we go. It. It's not official until you have bad nineties. Oh, I, I was waiting for it. Yeah, bad nineties game show music. <laughs> All right, so I will be reading titles to either real or made up drinks around Walt Disney World. Uh, in the larger game, the Disney Dish or Made Up Fish, I usually will also include former food items, but these are all uh, current or like relative, like recently uh, available drinks. So whoever gets the most correct at the end of this will be declared the winner of Disney Dish or Made Up Fish. Hashtag Cocktail Motivated Edition. Okay, good. Uh, we'll do <laughs> Beth first. Yours, oh. it, well, you know, ladies first. Uh, yours is the Bell of the Ball Flight. And Bell is spelt B-E-L-L-E, in case you're keeping track. And it's a flight? Yes. Bell of the Ball Flight. I'm going to say that's made up. That is a real uh, purchasable thing over at Cinderella's Royal Table. It's a flight of wines. 
Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I guess I was thinking beer, and I'm like, why would they do a be a wine or a beer thing after her, anyways? Mm-hmm, Ugh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Paul, yours is the Corpse Reviver. Ooh, well, the Corpse Reviver is a real drink. But is it a real I, Disney drink? I don't know. I, I'm going to say no. Not at Disney, but it is a real drink. Oh, you know what we're missing? Guys, how come, Beth, where are you on this? The, the most enjoyable part of this game is this. Okay, sorry, you were incorrect. Uh, it is a real drink, both in and out of Disney. Uh, it is available at the Edison, which has quite a selection of fun-named drinks, by the way. Um, it's monkey. In case you're wondering, it's monkey 47 gin. I don't know how to pronounce this. Okay. Is it Cointro? Contro? Whatever. Uh, Lilith Blanc lemon juice and absinthe rinse. That's a yeah, drink. You just gotta, you just gotta say it confidently. Nobody will what question if it's pronounced wrong. What is absinthe rinse? I, I, that, I'm pretty sure that's what my dentist recommended I use for yeah. this tooth thing I got going on. That's like the, a couple drops, like swig it around and they spit it out. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Absinthe is a really potent flavor so to even put a couple drops in it can be really overpowering so what they'll do is either they'll drop a few in and swirl it around or sometimes they'll put it in a little spray bottle spray the glass so that you get kind of the aromatic aspect of it but can't they just spray it directly into my mouth that too i'm gonna make a request drunk (laughs) all right beth yours is the vodka jafartini I'm going to say it's made up. That sounds like something you would have made that up. Is, that is made up. That's made up. See, this is hard because I feel like I know you too well to be like, that sounds like something Greg would say. Just remember yeah, this. That's, that's way too cute. People don't mock uh, Alex Trebek in Jeopardy, okay? So I don't know why you're I'm coming sorry, at me. Sorry. They're like, Alex, you made that up. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Paul, the gully wumper. Gully wumper. I'm going to say that is real. Okay, we're heating up here. The Gully Wumper is a real beverage over at Crockett's Tavern at the Fort Wilderness Resort. It is Old Smoky White Lightning. I don't what type of I don't even know what type of liquor that is. Uh, Bowls, peach, schnapps, pineapple juice, and cranberry juice. Is it White Lightning Moonshine? Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of moonshiny drinks over there. And Old Smoky is a distillery in Gatlinburg, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, look at that. All right, Beth, yours is the Lost on Safari. I'm going to say it's real. Oh, you're, yeah. you're two for two here. It is real, available at the Dawa Bar at Animal Kingdom at Star African Rum, Captain Morgan Rum, and their own Pangani Punch. It sounds delicious. I, I just want you to hear you say Gully Wumper again. Gully Wumper. <laughs> uh, Paul, the Slush Gusher. I, I hope that's not a real drink. That sounds horrible. <laughs> well, is it a real or is it a fake? I'm going to say it's it's fake. It is fake. It's actually uh, the, the name of an attraction over at Typhoon Lagoon. Oh. Ugh. What is it? Uh, the Slush Gusher, The slush which gusher. might be a reason like, to visit the doctor. Uh, all right. It, the what, score. What done is also made you come up with what is in these drinks that you made up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, I should have done that. Next time. Uh, score is two to two, everybody. Beth, you have the backside of Firewater. Oh. I'm going to say it's fake. You guys are getting good. That is fake. That's a made up thing. That's made up. Fire! Paul, the Jedi mind trick. That's real. That is real. Do you know where it is? That's it, Ogas. I that know is that, even Ogas. though I haven't been there. Yes, it's, uh, <laughs> I have the menu right here. Great. I, I'm a I'm an aggressive menu researcher. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you're wondering, that is a grapefruit and rose vodka, velvet falernum, blue curacao, white grape juice, lime juice, and grapefruit bitters. What is falernum? Do you know, Paul? It is either a liqueur or a syrup, depending on how it's made. Uh, it's spiced and almonds. So it's, you can make it on your own at home. It's very involved. You can buy it at stores, though. I have a, a liqueur version of it, so it's more stealth or uh, shelf stable. Are you sure you are not an official mixologist? <laughs> I'm either that or an alcoholic. One one two. Two. <laughs> it's a, it's really a flatter. Really a blurry line in between there. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, we have our last clues coming up, and you each have three, so no pressure, everybody. <laughs> Beth, you're our last one. The just around the river blend. <laughs> I feel like you made that up. I don't know. Things are tricky. I think it's fake. Damn it. <laughs> that is not a real drink. But I think it should be. Listen, if they're going to have... That's a good one. That's good, though. If they're going to open up that Reflections Disney Nature Resort over yeah. near the uh, Fort Wilderness... No, it's I'm getting a no from Paul. It's definitely not happening. <laughs> well, the resort's opening, but I'm pushing for the drink to happen. Just around the river. <laughs> 
it has absinthe in it. I'm 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 thinking <laughs> the thing about Disney is uh, I'm not on the clock now, obviously. But if I were if I were to say that out loud, that idea automatically becomes property of the Walt Disney Company, and if they want right. to take it, they can oh take gosh. it, and it's a real thing, and I make nothing off of it. All right. So right now, Beth is up by one. Don't until, screw it up, Paul. Don't screw it up. Until this, this one. Paul, the Cinderella's <laughs> Royal Sipper. Cinderella's that sounds like a real drink. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> oh, Greg made that up. <laughs> Which means officially, Beth, you are the winner of today's Disney Apparently Show. Apparently, I event, know blah, my blah, blah. booze too. Yes. <laughs> she knows her way around. At least, I think you you know how I go to fake name things. I think that's what's yeah, going on. Yeah, it here. really has nothing to do with alcohol <laughs> or you, Paul. It's just because I know Greg. <laughs> that's true. That's the cute name. This has just showed that I don't know if I could play this again because I just know him too well. <laughs> I really, I am most proud of Just Around the River Blend, but that's just yeah, me. Anyway. that's a good one. Well, thanks for playing and uh, showing yeah, your absolutely. knowledge of, uh, of, um, of cocktails around Disney. I, you've motivated me a little bit to at least try something. I don't know what it is. I just I kind of just stopped drinking one day, and then I haven't really picked up since since then. It's been about two years since I've had like a real full drink or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, and I like the idea of trying things and sharing them, like just share them with Nicole or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Doug and I could be like, I don't know how OCD some of you guys are, but. Honestly, I, I say that I'm like Doug Soup. Like he's he doesn't want to share drinks with me. I would never <laughs> share a drink. With, I don't share anything with Nicole. People give me such a hard time. Yeah, that's I, true. I don't share any. Like if she wanted to take a bite of something and try to hand me that same fork, I would never <laughs> use it. This is not a COVID thing. This is since we've been like together yeah. in nine years. Yeah. And it's Nicole, like of all people. Right. But it does. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you want to try things, it makes it easier. Yeah. Or makes it cheaper. Anyway, uh, Paul, thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit today yeah. and talking Absolutely. about Thank all things uh, cocktails. So again, if you want to follow Paul, he is on Instagram at Two Happy Haunts. It's spelled out the word two, not the number two. So at Two Happy Haunts, and you'll see that as well in our episode description. Uh, again, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. My favorite part about when someone leaves is I just want to I just want to talk about them. It wasn't he the worst. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm very I'm very grateful. Um, it's such a weird thing, life, because uh, he's just on the long list of people who I randomly met on Instagram, mm-hmm. and he didn't mention on it, but on our on our basically Disney friends dating app, and he used to do um, he used to vlog his trips, which mostly kind of like what Nicole and I did was really just for us to kind of remember what we even did, yeah. and yeah. he was on a list of ones that I would watch to you know feel like we were still here, but since we moved here, I don't really need to do that anymore. But it's yeah. cool to, to that we had someone on that talked about drink stuff because I, I always feel a little bad that you and I like don't cover that stuff. So <laughs> I have been watching The Price is Right a lot. So my quarantine life basically is starting to line up with what my stay at home from school life was where I'm yes. sleeping in very late. I've been getting out of bed at like 10 in the morning. Now I know yeah. that I'm lucky enough to not have to, I'm not working, I don't know if it's lucky or not, but I'm not, I don't have to go into work right now. And I guess I do feel lucky because there are people who still you... have to go out to a physical location and potentially yeah, expose you themselves get no judgment from me on that because i'm doing the same thing and um i've been loving it uh, i did however take a drive around disney property the other day and oh. i um did post it to my instagram account that's at the disney greg and i have to tell you i don't know if it was a good idea or not because say, did it make you happy or did it make you sad here's the thing so we went in like a kind of like a back entrance kind of thing there's still the archway but it's like the big archway that you get on world drive yeah. And uh, the roads were empty. I mean, mm-hmm. a handful of cars the entire 40-something minutes we were around property. I mean, it was just, yeah. it's not a lot. And when I say empty roads, you think like, okay, there's no traffic. But usually the road is full of not only cars, but plenty of Disney buses, whether it's the resorts or the Magical Express or the cruise line bus, minivans, you know, so there's polka dot vehicles all over the place. We're yeah. driving by the rivers of things on the Sasagula River, no boats mm-hmm. moving or anything. You know, like there's just... Mm-hmm nothing just nothing 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 everywhere you go and the uh magic kingdom parking lot is just full of the disney buses they're all lined up it's actually kind of neat looking to be honest but you know it's just an indication that everything is not operational it's kind of like if you were to think about like because disney's never had a break like this right so yeah they've closed for like a day for a hurricane or whatever but they've never had a break like this. yeah like like a multi-day yeah in our minds it's like Disney is this ongoing machine and has been ever since the day it opened. And yes. so it's like, what would it look like if Disney were to take a break? And like, this is what it looks like. It's and weird. to be honest, like the idea or the concept that 
Disney's always in motion has been something that's been comforting to me and Nicole because we would always right. know whether we're there or not, it's going. So people are having yeah. a good time. The machine time. is on and yes. the machine is going. It's like old reliable. And I and I, I had... I'm wondering though, like what is happening? Are there things happening behind closed doors that we maybe we don't know about? Like are they, is anybody actually in the yeah. park doing something? Because I'm like, this is definitely a time to like be updating some things and cleaning some things. And so I'm like, some of that has to be going on, right? I, I don't know what level of work is being done outside of security because I know the security staff are still working. They're not the only ones, but they yeah. for sure are still working because someone has to keep right. the magic safe, as they say. Um, I, I have the impression that a lot of the construction-related or park maintenance related activities are also not going because right. officially most hourly workers of Disney that are considered non-essential are being furloughed as of the 19th, myself right. included. So I don't, I think maybe if they are doing it, it's going to stop because I don't think that's considered essential. But again, they define what's essential and what's not for them basically. Right. Uh, but security, yes. Seems- and a lot of higher ups, like people who still have to make decisions, but it's, yeah. it's pretty high up. It's like executive and up basically. So like my boss's boss's boss is still getting furloughed. It's like that person's boss that is still working. You know, like it's the higher up people are going to be working. I'm curious what kind of maintenance is going to have to be done. Like once everybody's cleared to go back, like I'm curious. To refresh and get ready to open. Yeah. Like how much stuff um, testing they're going to have to do of rides and like all kinds of things. Because if you think about it, like none of that stuff's ever really, it's never been done like on the scale. It's never been idle. Yeah. It's never been idle for more than a couple of days refurbishment so they'll do stuff for that but i'm like this is the entire park yeah and i would imagine that the cast of animal kingdom are partially there to feed the animals like all that stuff they have to be and at epcot for the aquarium spot the aquarium what am i a non-disney person over at the living seas area uh i'm sure they you know that stuff is necessary because those are real life things that are happening but i think the everyday day-to-day stuff is not happening yeah, and I'm curious when they do reopen. I'm like, do you think they'll just do it like land by land? Like, okay, we're gonna open Magic Kingdom this week, but it's yeah. only gonna be like Adventureland and I think like, it's gonna be a land. full park, but I don't think it's gonna be all four parks at once. I don't. Yeah, I think it's gonna yeah. be park by park, which is like, yeah, and then I guess they'll still limit how many people can be in the parks at a time. I think so, but I mean, if that's what it takes to get it to get the ball rolling and to get it mm-hmm. open, and you know, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna be there. I'm. I am trying my hardest to be there whenever they open because obviously I have to go back to work, but my, I'm, I'm willing to take the day off. Well, it's going to be a big deal. Like that's going to yeah. be a really big day if you think about it. Can I tell you that like, I... There's going to be a lot of tears on that day. I'm going to cry. And I'm not trying to be like, you know, dramatic or anything, but what is going to get me is going to hit my emotions is my goal is to be there at the opening of Magic Kingdom on day one because people are going to be cheering and clapping and whistling. Oh, yeah. And that's it's going to be a moment. And I really yeah, want to be there for, for that. Sure even though it's going to hit me in a way that it's not going to continue to take away my man card, but whatever it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, not Maybe a whole lot of, a co- you can have a cocktail on that day. <laughs> me, that'll be the day that I, and of course, magic kingdom is like the hardest park to get a, uh, I know. to get a drink. a drink. So we still have some news and history to chat about. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. The closest thing to park related news which basically yeah. doesn't exist right now. Um, I don't know if everyone has been paying attention to the DisneyMagicMoments.com website because they've been releasing some cool at-home stuff for all of us. Um, some of those things include backgrounds for video calls. So we know how much all of a sudden Zoom has just like taken off. And it, whether you're using Zoom or Skype or Hangouts or whatever, um, yeah. some of them, specifically Zoom, allow you to change if you have a certain account um, it allows you to change the background behind you if you've got the green screen oh going God, on or whatever. Yeah. So Disney got in on that and they've released for free, um, actually Pixar specifically, have released some background. So like it's scenery or environments or landscapes from upward, up, upward. I just combined up onward. and onward. <laughs> up and onward and Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Cars. So like your favorite Pixar movies. Yeah. You can make your background as if you're in the movie. That's kind of cool. That's so fun. Um, speaking my, of, uh, my oh, boss yeah. the other day did a Tiger King. Oh crowd. my gosh! <laughs> we're like all trying it. to have this theories meeting, and we're like, oh come on, dude. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, speaking of onward, they released an ebook of activities, so it's like a coloring book with some other like things you'd find on the back of a placemat at a restaurant on the kids menu, like yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. They also re- have been releasing videos of different performers that you would normally see in the parks. A while ago, they did the Dapper Dan's at home. More mm-hmm. recently, they had the Jammeters. 
which you know from Epcot doing their thing from home. They've also been releasing some recipes. I think the most recent was the Dole Whip recipe, but before that they were encouraging everyone to go home and make churros, churros your yeah, own certain which, way. I have a confession. I've never had a churro at Disney. <gasps> Would you like some advice as to where yes. to get the best churro? Yes. It doesn't exist. Don't get it yeah, because they're not nearly as fresh as they should be. Well, that's why Doug was like, well, maybe we should make them at home and then you can like at least try it like you're not spending money at Disney, I guess. Well, you can even buy them like frozen. I mean, I used to work at a very, very, very small amusement park on, on Long Island and I made the best churros there. They were just slightly undercooked in the middle and that's that's how yeah. I prefer them. So like they, they still stay plump, but if you overcook you them, re- they shrink and then you could basically use them as a right. sword and I don't like that. You got a recipe for that? Yeah, they came in a box pre-made and I just put them in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. Yes, it's so very hard. difficult. But the, the, it was all in the timing at yeah. that point. Uh, do you have any news nugs? I don't think so. Right? No, I but know. I was going to say a lot of information, if you're an annual pass holder, came in an email. Like Doug actually got all that information in an email. We yeah. were like doing a quiz earlier. They had like an Adventureland like quiz that he was he pulled up. But he was like, oh, they have a bunch of coloring pages. <laughs> so I was like, okay. He's like, because oh, he loves... Um, Y'all probably don't know this about him, but he just loves to color. So oh. it's, like a, it's like a de-stressor for him. That's awesome. Um, so, so he will print off like coloring pages and like color things. That's actually I'll, really like, cool. I'm on the fridge and he's like, why do you, why do you put these up? And I'm like, cause you colored it. And it's so pretty. <laughs> 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 it does. It looks so pretty. Well, since we run out of news, we'll uh, go back in time for some Disney history. Ooh. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Hit us. Okay, so I'm going all the way back to 2012. And guys, if I've never said this, I get this all my stuff from this day in DisneyHistory.com. Mm-hmm. Um, they have really great stuff on there. But in 2012, uh, beginning this week in Florida, the Orange Bird returned to Sunshine Tree Terrace. Oh. Uh, they had like a signage and quirky drink cups in Adventureland at Magic Kingdom. I feel like it just kind of exploded. Yeah. Um, when they brought it back, Orange Bird, if you didn't know, was a character that was developed in the uh, back in 1970. Walt Disney production entered into negotiations with the Florida Citrus Commission um, for an FCC-sponsored Walt Disney World attraction. And then early in... That was early in 1967. A Hmm. contract was signed in 69. Um, It said it was underwriting a tropical bird show, which cost $3 million. You can imagine how much money that was in 1969. Yeah. And then it says the following year, Wed Enterprises created the Orange Bird character to serve as its official mascot in promotional campaigns. And I will say, when we did look see the merch, all the Orange Bird merch that they had for Flower and Garden this year, I was like, it's adorable. Yeah. I wanted like all of it, but I was like, but I knew it was those were going to be the items that people are absolutely crazy about. Yes. But they had some really cute stuff. Also, what is Flower and Garden? Is that happening? I don't even know. I know. It's so, uh, it's weird. so sad because it's supposed to end June first, like, and I don't think the park's going to open before then. It's unofficial. I don't. I don't know right. anything more than anyone else, but yeah, I just I'm have like, a there's feeling. There's got to be maintenance people there like yeah. making sure none of that, flowers that don't die dying <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe um i'll take us back to yeah. 2001 when disney opened up animal kingdom lodge a beautiful yeah. resort and spa there's no spa there mm-hmm. but it is it's a gorgeous <laughs> resort hopefully you've had the chance to at least visit it i know you and i have both been there because we yep. ate at sanaa had the bread mm-hmm. service there but i've had different meals at boma the all you care to enjoy style restaurant there plus nicole and i've stayed there at jumbo house one time we did they uh since we are dvc members we were able to use our points and stay in a, a studio villa there but we did the savannah view and it is awesome to be able to wake up in the morning first thing open up your door to your balcony go sit down on the balcony and there's just animals doing their thing giraffes yeah you know. just doing Was that giraffe the first things. or the second time we met in person uh not the first Was the second believe so okay i think was the first time when we were at the contemporary could be i don't remember now i think it was the first time so long ago no but i do remember sana sana well (laughs) i love my kitty cat oh my gosh people will know that's from anyways (laughs) so if you like what you heard today feel free to like and subscribe to this podcast head over to itunes and leave us a review over there again shout out to paul for joining us today again he on instagram he is at two happy haunts and you can follow us at that Park Life Podcast. I feel like we should call Paul Barber Paul. Barber Paul. Like instead of Barber Pole. <laughs> I like it. Barber Paul. I like uh, it. You can find me over at Lost Princess Printing. And I am at the Disney Greg. If you missed it, we've been going through a couple of bonus episodes. Most recently, we spoke with Jason from uh, at Here With The Magic, who was telling us all about some good stuff. 
he's been doing on his YouTube channel and his website. And I'm sure we'll have some more people on in the future as well. Again, if you want to suggest someone, if there's someone you like and you want to hear us interview them, let us know. Again, I will ask them and I have no problem if they tell me no. <laughs> and I can't wait to share <laughs> all the good people that don't say yes to this. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see how long the awkward pause could It's going to be long because I'm falling apart today. <laughs> anyway. Thanks for being with us, guys. Yes. We'll see you next all week. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye.